What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I'm not going to hold you on this love after lockup review. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, what's going on? Girl, these fools. <laughs> this season. This season is going on, okay? <laughs> right, we got us a cast, okay? We got us some people this time. Baby, they is getting more and more weird every season. It's some weird shit going on. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard to believe that there are, are you know, always people, people. in the world yes. that exist like this <laughs> where y'all find these people well they say a sucker is born every day and i guess they Ooh. reveal themselves over time mm. but but hey mm. you want to talk about some good tv because these two episodes have already been trending on tiktok and maybe not for the best of reasons but the girls know it's on the girls know love Period. and lock, lock up is back um, this is season four, episode 32, Married at Release. Whew. This was a fool. Who we start with? Who you want to who you want to end with? Let's go there. Oh man. Um, let's see. Let me look down the list. We can end with Monique and Derek again. Yeah, we sure can. Okay. We sure can. Who we want to get out the way. Um I think we can get Justine and Michael out the way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, you know what? Ah, I'm getting soft in my older age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to like them a little bit. Yeah, see? I'm starting to like them. My endearing um, couple. I think she said it. She stated it on the show that her her children's fathers with the nest are not around and they're not I really think she just wants a man for herself and for her kids. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and Which hey. is usually the storyline, right? <laughs> right. And it's and that's fair. And it seems like so far, you know, things are going okay. So they're at the house, and then we see that the kids start coming home. Santana arrives first, and Michael really greets the children, you know, with a lot of love, and mm-hmm. it feels familiar, right? Like, it, it didn't, it may have been, like, a shock to the system. You know, Santana said it, it was awkward. It was something to get used to, but he seemed to really embrace them, and that was nice. It was. Now, Santana does have his reserves, though. I feel like, you know, mothers and their boys, we talk about this all the time, and he's the oldest, so he, well, he's her oldest boy. So he's been with her the longest, and it's a little jealousy there, which it was still, it's healthy, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. I think what he wants from his mother is, like he said, give me a hug, I haven't seen you all day. So now everything is Michael, Michael, Michael. And I, I want her to make sure that her kids are okay because they feel away as they should. Mm-hmm. And I think she just so in her bliss. Like I like that every time she's talking about him, she has a smile on her face. So I'm yeah. like, okay. But I, I want the kids to be okay too. Yeah. 
it was very it was just such a telling scene like Santana he has a you could tell he has a bit of personality and he's not afraid to kind of show his emotions a little bit there because you could tell like you said he was jealous <laughs> baby yeah. you want to talk about not having it like and he said it it was one thing for for him to know that he was eventually going to come home for him to be on video chats and stuff but to have him physically in their house and to see how fixated his mom was quickly becoming on him mm-hmm. he was like hold on like do you see us still so yeah th- some people and might I feel think- like it was a little much but you know i was like it was like you said it was healthy it was healthy. And I think all of that stuff is forced on these kids too. Like right. the video visits and, oh, I got this new man. And we see that in every season. Like they force these guys, these men on their kids. Like, and their kids feel some type of way about it. And they, it's like, they have nothing to say. Like, yeah, they can't even do nothing. He's here. Exactly. <laughs> like, right. Even forcing his presence. Like it's not, it's one thing for him to come home and it's low key. But you got him coming home and there's cameras in here documenting it. Yeah. So it's like, hold on. Like, don't forget about us and all of this. And I think that's a fair response for especially a kid his age. He's what, 12, 13? Like, you you can tell that it was going to be an adjustment. And I definitely agree that they could be in a really healthy space and to continue that and maintain that she needs to address everything with the kids and for the kids so that they don't start to act out, you know, or make it or try to get attention in negative ways because Mm -hmm. they feel like he is taking away from what they're used to. Because yeah, it was, it was funny to me. I was like, Oh, this little boy is not playing, but it also was a very obvious, you know, symptom of what he was feeling. And she shouldn't ignore it or downplay it like you know address it so that y'all can still have this like healthy dynamic one thing i did like i like how she tried to break the rule about no eating on the couch mm. but michael did and santana called her out on it like um she was like, oh you can eat right here he was like hold on that's the rule in this house is no eating on the couch I like that Michael was a good sport about it and he did yeah. what was right and he went and ate at the table. Yes. But Justine, don't fucking start with these kids either. <laughs> don't play with Santana. <laughs> don't kick it the fuck off, okay, Justine? <laughs> but I like that Michael did because he could have been a, a, a Jody. Uh, yes. No, what was Jody? What was the a other s- baby daddy? Snoop Dogg. Yeah, Rodney or something. Yes, Rodney. Little nigga. Right, you know, but he could have been like, I'm the man in this house, I can eat what I want, it's different. You know, he wasn't an asshole about it. He's like, nah, we're going to be fair. We got to be the example. I love it. So I was like, okay, I kind of like Michael a little more now. Right, I did like that too. There was just, there's been so many other moments, it feels like, on this show where, especially when I think of like, um, with, what's her name? Chance and Taylor. And I feel like if one of those little girls told him you're not supposed to eat in the living room, he would have been, you know, like, well, I do what I want. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was it was nice to see Michael say, "Okay, if this is the rules in the house, then I'm going to abide by the rules. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it just felt like things were going well. He was experiencing things for the first time, like when they ordered the pizza. And he's like, we're not going to tip. Oh. <laughs> She's like, she said, you do it on that app. Do it on the app, babe. <laughs> well, here's my thing, too. Now, 
that was a small pizza for all the people that need to eat <laughs> off of it. It's three kids in this house and a grown man and you just seen. Right. That's a small pizza for all of those people. And your boys are growing boys. Okay, they eat. I wonder if that was like, you know, the the snack when you get home from school and since Probably. he was there, right? It's like, oh, well, let's yeah. just order a pizza. And because of course, you know, even though it didn't even look like a piping hot pizza hut pizza, he still said it was the best pizza he's ever had. So Absolutely. After girl, the shit they make with the jail the pizza and jail girl, the base be like ramen noodles, tomato sauce. <laughs> They'll sprinkle some pepperoni on there. They get off commissary, <laughs> some cheese. Girl, I'll be like, What are y'all doing? <laughs> oh my gosh. So so yeah, it was like everything was going well for them for the most part. Um, but she did let observation. The uh, little baby, the little boy that got off the school bus. Oh yes. Michael picked him up and he was like, Let's come inside so you don't get sick. Here I didn't like that because Justine, why you send him to school without a coat, a jacket? Y'all out mm-hmm. outside with hoodies and shit on. Why is this little boy? And I get it. I know these kids don't want to wear stuff. You know, the hoodies that we see parents all the time talking about the hoodies when it's 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. But why you send him to, to school with no jacket? You if know, everybody, all the adults have on hoodies, I don't understand. But that's yeah. an observation. Well, you know what? <laughs> I can't help but think like, was she there when them kids woke up or was she picking up Michael from prison? Laid up. Yeah, or was she laid up upstairs and they, you know, bye bye, we go home through the door. <laughs> right. She lived way up at the top. So yeah. I don't oh, know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I like it though. So far, they have me. I like that he did tell, and we saw that in the previews. Um, he told the for the babysitter, like, be good for the babysitter. He was like, You are a reflection of us. Remember that? Yeah. And I was like, That's good, you know. Good yes. advice to give kids, but it looked like Santana was like, dude, fuck what you talking about. Don't come in here with your Ronnie Ho quotes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Be- because when they left out to go to the hotel, they told them they were going to spend that the evening at the hotel together. And they got a little, you know, a little footage from Santana. He was like, you know, I'm used to being the oldest boy in the house and I'm not going to be calling him dad. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And that is your right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so develop whatever relationship you need to be respectful and but also be yourself which he seems like he'll be able to do and i think they'll be in a on a you know on the right path mm-hmm. but then but from there the whole time he didn't have sex with her that first night she yes away about that right i felt the way too like well because no think about it this was all the same day she got a up, right she got yeah. up in the morning she went and picked him up they drove back home. They probably was waiting for them kids to get out of school. And then yeah. they was going to the hotel that night. So they really didn't. If they would have had sex, they could have, you know, potentially potentially had one of the kids walk in. That's true. Okay. So, because well, I think it was right. I mean, it, it always feels like it's easy to think, oh, it's all these days are passing. But, yeah, I really think it was all like one early part of the day and they didn't want to risk that and that's cool and even then like you know what let them wash off one good time maybe even another time (laughs) oh double dip please (laughs) okay 
Okay. <laughs> Shoot. But yes, right? They wanted to have a moment at the hotel. So they get there and she got these balloons laid out on the bed, child. Girl. Good night. Yeah, it was... I don't know. It was cheesy. like, yeah, it was cheesy. It was okay yeah. for her. Like, all right, she did what she knew how to do. It's, and he's so, he was appreciative. It's not like, um, what's her girl, what's her, our homegirl named Kayla, Michaela, something from that last oh season. Oh my gosh. And he was complaining about that. <laughs> Martel. Oh my God. So it's not like he did one of those moves. He was appreciative. I was like, okay, okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's almost like a flashback, like PTSD. That was that was so Girl. much. But and look at me clean as so funny. Right. <laughs> right. You know I'm sad with Martell, baby. I know. I knew it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but no, with Michael, I did remember that and call that out like in my little notes. Like I I love that he is really being super grateful. Not that you have to be grateful for any old thing, but they are doing some nice things. You know, they're not completely rushing it. And he just seems very grateful for everything that's happening. And I was like, that's really nice, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I like it. So, yeah, so they didn't kick the cameras out, child. They was probably going to let them stay there and make a little footage for the OnlyFans. But, you know, needless to say, they got it in. <laughs> Period. Period. So, <laughs> they were cute. Anywho. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, How about Ashley and Travis? Girl. Girl. Cry, baby. She gets on my nerve. Like, talk regular. Yeah, uh, agreed on all fronts. She does do a lot of baby talking, a lot of just crying. Yeah, talking through whining, the whining. Yeah, <laughs> oversharing. Like, girl, what are you about? Where are your parents? Where are your friends? Oh gosh. So we we see her <clears throat> talking to Travis. Of course, they always call, you know, when they're out and about. And she is heading to the open air market where she buys jewelry from. And, you know, she's letting him know, okay, I'm about to talk to the people that I work with and let them know that you're coming home. Because I don't know if you get extra points on love after lockup or a bonus check. But for whatever reason, these people always feel the need to tell somebody that they bring in a prisoner home. Mm-hmm. Every time. So from there, we meet Javier and Jana, um, two South Florida brown people that she's been buying jewelry from in this open air market. And she wants to let them know that Travis is coming home. Of course, she bursts into tears while telling them about this and she doesn't want them to feel like they can't trust her or, you know, that they can't work together anymore. And she says, you know, he's not a murderer or, a, uh, you know, a pedophile or anything. He just robbed a bank like 15 years ago. And I'm like, okay, girl. <laughs> girl. And meanwhile, those people don't give a fuck about what you got going on. Cause they made it clear you spent like 30 to 40 K a month. 
Yeah. With them. They like, girl, we don't get no fuck. <laughs> right? They're like, if you trust him, then we'll trust him. <laughs> right. Okay. baby. <laughs> so you know we see them shopping a little bit in the in the market and you know jana's like you know you sure you're not worried about him you know being around all of these precious jewels she was like no because he has the rarest jewel of them all (laughs) girl so um she's really sold on this idea though of them being like this power couple in the jewelry industry maybe like javier and john i don't know if they're you know a couple they look like it um and being his boss and him learning a trade and she's like he thinks it'll be sexy and i'm like girl he was telling you whatever you wanted to hear whatever you wanted to hear <laughs> so, <laughs> from there she starts her journey to go pick travis up so she's in Port St. Lucie, Florida, South Florida. I saw her flying out of Palm Beach International. And I don't know where he is. Oh, he's in Virginia. So she connects in Atlanta because when she gets to Virginia, they tell her that her luggage has been left in Atlanta because it was overweight. (laughs) Which I'm like, y'all kind of wrong for letting her check the luggage if it was overweight and then saying we just not going to load it. But... Also, she was in a frenzy about it because she said she put all the important papers for Travis in the luggage. Right. You don't pack important papers. You put them in your carry-on. You put them in your backpack. So, of course, in this moment, more hysteria. You know, she was, she almost dipped her toe into becoming a Karen. She did. She did. Now she did. And it came effortlessly. <laughs> right. It just came a little too easily. Cause I understand being frustrated in the airport, but it just you're right. Like it was just the way she slid right on over into that zone with just like no <laughs> she didn't have to switch or nothing. She didn't flinch. But at all. They figured it all out. They were gonna get the luggage in later that night. So it's kind of like an overnight thing for her. She's staying in a hotel and then she's gonna get up and go get him. So Things are working out for her overall. So we And it was Delta. Like she flew Delta Airlines. Like, ma'am, relax. This <laughs> isn't Southwest, okay? Oops. <laughs> you know, they're going well, in on them today. Go- yes, that's why I threw that threw them out there because <laughs> everybody's mad at them right now. <laughs> right. Ooh. I was just seeing that before we hopped on. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be dealing with that today, especially if mm-hmm. I was on the cold side of things, but oh yeah anyways um yeah so things work out though the luggage gets delivered to her um later that night and now we see her up the next morning getting ready and all of a sudden she has the hiccups and something with this lady yes she said oh i get the hiccups when i'm excited or nervous but you know when people also get the hiccups when they're drunk as a fucking skunk (laughs) and i just can't help but think that this girl is constantly under the influence like it's just it's hard to believe that that's not what it is because there's always so much going on with her emotionally she's like uh uh, i don't know i just don't like it 
Like, but she seems like the exact type of person that would be dating an inmate too. Like, really, her personality, yes. Because I, I just feel like I don't know. I, and Travis, he when he gets out, like he seems to like really like her. So I mm -hmm. hope she doesn't get on his nerve. But like, she already what did she do? Ooh, had me like girl and rolling my eyes at the uh, TV, honey. <laughs> When he closed the trunk to the car and she said, that's right, you get that. I don't know if I remember that part, but we'll oh, get there. Because there was other oh, things she said it. too that I didn't like, but... Horny self. Right. But she's she's on the way now, right? We pulling up to Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, the grounds that his prison is on are mm. beautiful. <laughs> Like when they zoomed in, when the drone zoomed in on where that prison was, I'm like, damn, that is really nice. <laughs> what what state is he in? He was in Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it was like this hillside and it was very green, you know, around mm -hmm. the whole thing. It just, I'm like, damn, like they got them tucked in a nice little spot. But, but yes, so they pull up and now I think I've started to kind of figure it out. People will pull up to the prison. Ashley, like many other folks, has pulled right up to the gate. And then once they realize that you have cameras, they're like, so go sit outside on the other side. Over there. <laughs> go over there somewhere. We ain't got time for this. <laughs> and they will walk to you because you will not be filming everybody as they are leaving this prison. Mm -mm. so one thing she did say on the way to the prison though was that she expects that they'll be making love all day long oh, <laughs> girl he has been locked up it's not gonna be no all day long nothing can't none of these free niggas go all day long so right. <laughs> negative <laughs> so I'm like here we go with the uh, you know wishful thinking with that but you know eventually Travis gets out and we we meet him so travis has that super american white boy look i mean super yes yes <laughs> like blondish hair blue eyes really nice looking eyes he wasn't bad looking he just looked like milkman white you know <laughs> mm -hmm. absolutely you know but he talked about how he had been getting in trouble since he was a teenager rap sheet long as a day now <laughs> she made it seem like all he did was rob a bank one time once no ma'am let's get into that history that lengthy history of his and of course did did something happen when he was always in trouble with his parent like a mom or something am i confusing him with somebody else no i think that's what he said it was something along the lines of i mean he just started getting in trouble young did had issues at home i think he mentioned his mom i don't remember what he said specifically but he started going to jail at 18. Um, has What does he have? Two DUIs. Uh, girl, burglary, all types yes, of shit. Yes, some burglaries. Um, and then the, the latest and last one that landed him in jail for, what, 12 years was the armed robbery. The bank robbery. That's right. Yeah. He played out a lot. He, he took plea deals to avoid jail time. So... Mm -hmm. <laughs> He would probably still be in jail if he went to trial for anything because he said he got caught for every robbery he did. Not good at it. Give it up. Right. Um, 
you know, Ashley is worried that he'll go back on the plans that they've laid out, which is to be this husband and wife duo in the fine jewelry industry. And she wants him to learn how to be some sort of, I don't, I can't remember what she called it, but it was like somebody who's a welder for jewelry. I don't, a bench Mm. jeweler, I think is what it was. Something that probably sounds sexy to somebody like her. Like, look at me with my hardworking man while I like parade around with the finished products. And I'm just like, girl, even if it sounds like that would be hard to do if he, you know, wouldn't hurt a flea and never been in trouble in his life. That just sounds like a tall order for somebody who has just spent 12 years behind bars for armed robbery and been getting in trouble before that the expectation they put on these people but they go off of i've said this every season they go off of what they've been telling them so true i I think that's where everybody messed up like your expectations are high you're not giving him wiggle room to adjust like right obviously it's some addiction there like how do you know he's not going to have that temptation to use like you don't know him yes so that's another good point that I, I don't think we stressed enough. He started getting in trouble in some of these cases because of drug use. Yeah. So, and I think it was more, they did say it was DWIs, which I think that's sometimes where states will include more driving under the influence of other drugs besides alcohol. So yeah, um, <laughs> definitely kind of playing that one down a little bit. We saw that on Love during lockup. Uh, there were several people where they were using drugs and nobody was like talking about it. It was kind of like, oh, by the way, like, no, that's a big deal. <laughs> right. That's how we got here. <laughs> like your meth problem is why <laughs> we are doing yeah. any of this right now. So, yeah, I think that's something that's going to need to be dealt with. And from there you're going to just have to figure out if he has the discipline the interest the passion to really be doing all this stuff that he said he would do because it sounded good at the time so all of these niggas that's the story of every last (laughs) cast member on here so y'all are not exempt right yeah but okay so one last thing that i wanted to make sure to mention too like you said you know when they closed the trunk and i also remember when once they had everything in the car she went to go get in the back in the driver's seat and she's like you got to get used to opening doors for me babe (laughs) right like that's why i said i hope she doesn't get on his nerves because she's like even when he was trying to speak about being traditional and officially proposing to her like she was trying to like oh but he's gonna it's like girl let him talk like Yeah, it's that. I just feel like she's gonna like smother him a little bit or like take boss him around mm-hmm. because in those situations, they've always had the upper hand. Those guys are incarcerated, you know, yes. they call. I, I don't know. You, you just have the upper hand when you date those kind of guys. And I think that's why they do that. That's a very valid point because that's how it felt. She's just not gonna be able to boss him around like she might think she can so yeah that's usually the case when they get out so we'll see yeah good luck girl (laughs) Mm -hmm. let's see um do we want chris and gabby okay out the way okay 
Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm... Speaking of not being able to boss around, she's another one that's going to have her hands full thinking because clearly he sides with his sister was right. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, his sister was not. She was like, yeah, it's not going to be the way she think it is, but okay. <laughs> right. Yes. So we we pick up with them where we left off on the previous episode. Like they're about to get heated because they just can't get on the road and get started to go pick up Chris. And Gabby just continues to show her ass. Uh, there's a moment they're going back and forth. And then they also keep involving Chris. You know, on the last episode, they said that he used the bus driver's the bus phone. Driver's phone. Girl, I would have been like, give me my fucking phone. Well, and that just makes me believe like, why are we being told a lie to save face for some reason? Because there's just no way that you'd be able to call him that many times on somebody else's phone. That bus driver, I don't know. I don't know. It, it was, depends on the bus driver. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that, right? Maybe. You probably get that all the time. Like, don't know. Take your time, young fella. No, I understand. Yeah. There's only three people on the bus, you know. Maybe he's like, he seems to be the one that has the most conversation to be had. Who knows? But. In one of the calls that Gabby makes back to Chris, she says, don't make me get ghetto. I hated it. You know, I didn't like it. Mm-mm. Don't make me get ghetto in this bitch. I was like, girl, what? Girl. You know what? She said something else I didn't like. She called his mother and his sister pigs in the blanket. Like. <laughs> then she talking about, I can't even call the cops. I hate the cops. You literally just went to an officer to get them out of the car. Yes. Yes. She's all over the place. And I'm like, girl, I don't know what they told you to do when the cameras start rolling for love after lockup, but you're doing too much. Entirely too much. Like, I understand that you don't get along with them, but even she says it like, it's clear that y'all don't like me. You're so insecure about all of this. That you're so worried about the fact that they don't like you. And that's affecting everything that you're doing. Like you We keep, don't like you either, girl. Right. So nobody what you gonna do. Exactly. <laughs> what you gonna do? You're not likable right now. <laughs> so get in the car and go pick this man up. Since that's your only concern, they shouldn't be able to move you. You should be like a, a rock right now. <laughs> mm-hmm but yes but she claims that chris calms her down because he has a way with words i'm like and that lets me further know that you're an idiot because finessing you for sure girl so he gets her to get in the car so they can get on the freaking road what's funny to me though is and what makes me think that their bullshit is even more of an act y'all get on the road and clearly y'all got high the whole ride because by the time them cameras is back in front of Gabby, you can tell she's blazed. And then Essie has really? to make sh- girl, Essie had to make sure she didn't miss the exit. Oh, I didn't know it was because she was high. Girl, that girl was high. Then a motherfucker. I was like, so I was wondering, let me like a blood. Yes, it. 
I'll be waiting on the good part of the episode. But okay, so I was wondering when they finally she was like, We're we're going, get in, let's go. Mm-hmm. And then his sister got in the car and you know, she, she always got one rolled up. Okay. Yes. Yes. And she I was like, so obviously they can smoke in the car because they always both rolling up. I said, So do they share the blunt? Like it's so natural when you smoke in the past into the person next to you. Mm-hmm. First of all, not with my mother in the back seat. I'm right. like, I'm gonna be in the too, though. She's one of them ghetto ass mamas that you had to. It's right, Project Living, man. But <laughs> okay, yes, like because even even on the first episode, I believe it was. If you look closely, there's one shot that you see where Gabby was rolling up in the room. So yeah. I'm like, y'all literally have all this weed and y'all still can't get along. Like, mm, it just feels like a stretch right. when you consider that. <laughs> it's her. It's her. Especially, yeah. look, pro- project girls and all that. Look, just, yeah, here, girl, you want to hit the blunt? Like, it's, it's cool, but you don't want to be cool. Right. Right. So it's so stupid and that's why i'm like you know if they told you to put on for the cameras you know whatever but you're doing entirely too much and it's it's aggravating us that you keep going on and on with them so okay they find Uh, yeah i don't like it yeah they finally are able to get over to downtown philly though pull up to the greyhound uh, we see Gabby pressed to have the first hug. So she hops out of the car. I don't know if she put the child lock on or what. Cause Baby, that was the only time. I was like, I, I nodded my head in agreement with that bitch. Okay. Oh, God. I was like, I see your patty, baby. I see you. That's right up my alley. Put <laughs> that fucking child lock on. Y'all hoes ain't going nowhere. I'm going to hop out and zoom. I'm going to run because none of y'all hoes. Y'all smoke, y'all some project bitches. I get y'all. I'm younger. I'm a run up. Y'all some slow. <laughs> but, however, mama, when she got out that car, she put, she she did the mother sympathy. Mm-hmm. First thing out of her mouth is Gabby tried to kill her. I yes. said, bitch, I see, I see your daddy and I raised you too. <laughs> it's talking about who? Huh? Who? Huh? <laughs> Bitch, like, oh, I ain't got no name, okay? I'm saying, baby, I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> like, oh, they were pressed to get to Chris now. Chris, we meet Chris. Girl. <sighs> these felons, they be coming home looking so rough. Like, oh, sir, I've been in the home for about two months. I spent it really went in real MA mode. I spent the longest I ever spent and said was 267 days straight. Every time they put that straight on the end, <laughs> like they want to let it be known. I mean, I, there was no breaks in my time in segregation. <sighs> oh, I man. Said, Niggas gone, nigga. <laughs> so, Chris, we meet Chris and. Once you see Chris and Gabby together, it gives bootleg Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm with you when you write. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Like you have this because let me tell you what, it took many years for Travis's, you know, appeal to come around 
if I'm being gentle, you know, with with him. Um, oh no, honey, this is a safe space. <laughs> There's no need to be gentle. Let's tell it how a ti is, honey. Okay. Yes, Travis Scott is medium ugly on a good day, but I am such me? a big fan. You know, it again, it softens the rough edges. Not saying, oh my and gosh, he he's fine now. Right, he got a lot of money. Like, there's a lot he of things to help bring his look together. Yeah, but still, you know, you're not going to just be it. It must be the cash because it ain't your face. Okay. <laughs> So well, what did I say last episode? Ugly niggas, they know what they got to do, G. Like, right. Yes. They know they got to pay for it. It's cool. They 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 play their part. Yeah. Bring a little ugly ass here. Come on. Yes. You got some money. You got the money for the PC. Then I got the pussy for the money. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, he's he's absolutely that guy. He briefly had a moment of money and clearly took advantage of it. So Girl. he's happy to be with Gabby. He said that she's got a banging body, long hair, and all of her teeth. As he stands there with the quintessential missing side tooth, like Girl. every other good love after lockup cast member that's come and gone. <laughs> all his teeth. They just go to Dr. Montoya and just get new teeth. Because she uh, spent all, I, I could see her trying to get him together on the cosmetic surgery side because she's so into it. Yeah, maybe. I could see her convincing him to just get new teeth and stuff like that. He could benefit, you know, from a good facial, like just some, absolutely, some nice grooming. He, yeah, cut that hair. That has to go. Cut the hair. Yeah. I mean, we don't need him looking like. The others, dark skin dreads. No, the Chief Keep era is over. Get your hair cut. And those aren't even the dreads. Those are literally those little Travis Scott braids. Like, girl, that who? Oh God, that you did yourself because you've been in the hole. Okay, right. You wanted to take you some days straight. Right. <laughs> you know. So let's let's clean up that entire look. But okay. <laughs> Now that we, I'm gonna come up off him. You know, I had to have a moment where it was we like, can stay here all day, okay? right? But we were not going to rush past how this man came out looking and and what all of these people have been fighting about and and all of that shit. No, <laughs> we were gonna have to acknowledge. Um, mm -hmm. But now we see that Gabby is super pressed. You know, to get to the who the officiator. Um, who is going to do their their vows for them because I'm not saying they're having a wedding or anything. Uh, so she wants him to get changed. And it's annoying because S.E. and, and Miss Felicia, they're taking pictures, they're greeting him and they're welcoming her into the space. Like, come on, Gabby, get in the picture. And she's the one that's being standoffish. It's like, no, I want him to go change. And you can't be honest with them about what you're doing and you say in your confessionals, oh, well, I can't wait to throw it in their face that we got married and they didn't know. Like, you do want to be petty. You do want to be exclusive. You want to be secretive, all of the above. Otherwise, you could have been like, ladies, we have a surprise. We're going to get married. We need witnesses if y'all even want us to believe this shit. So please come around the corner with us by the 7-Eleven when he finished changing so we can get married. But she was on some other shit. Right. And see some sneaky shit. I don't, you know, I don't like no sneaky bitch. But I, I just, yeah. And he said that. He felt the way about it. Like, I don't even have nobody standing here as a witness saying, yeah, we vouching. We whittle. You know, like. Because he didn't but, know. 
he didn't know yeah, that well, she didn't tell them what they were doing i feel like he did i feel like he knew because he didn't say nothing to them either like oh we finna go over here and do this why y'all not coming right you know niggas new york niggas too they to haul it all down the block and shit. hey your mom <laughs> like come, come over here why you standing over there you know so he did know she, that she didn't tell them i'm not bad at it <laughs> Oh man, because that is how they be. <laughs> you feel me? Oh man, but yes. Yeah, so even before that, he's changing. She tries to sneak into the fucking Greyhound. Well, she does sneak into the Greyhound bathroom and go in the stall with him. And I'm like, a disgusting ass. He fresh out of fucking jail. Fresh, two hundred and sixty something days straight of sick. And you a public bath, a nasty ass public bathroom at the bus station. Like what kind of toiletries do you get when you're in solitary like that? The bare minimum. Like soap, a little soap, toothpaste, and you got to make that shit stretch. Like (laughs) what? So you basically was like trying to get to a musty, musty sack. Like, because there's no way like this man was coming out of prison coming out of solitary you didn't give him a chance to even get to the hotel you know situation or anywhere where he could actually bathe properly like yeah please stop talking about getting ghetto and accept that you are ghetto gabby like okay (laughs) you you are on tv like you are this miss this and that but you're doing you have the exact type of nigga you deserve yes I'm not mad at it. We don't, we, uh, the, uh, us, the, this, these type of black women over here, we don't want them. So you can have them, baby. Right. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> Deal with all that ghetto shit. <laughs> because yes, we're not us. dealing. Right. We're not. You got the exact type of dude you deserve. Yeah. So, like we mentioned, though, Miss S- Miss uh, Felicia and Essie don't know that they're getting married. Be- and they said, like, well, they didn't say it was a family thing. So we're not going to be, you know, walking way over there, as they put it. And I, I remember one final word, one final uh, sentence from Essie. She was like, girl, good luck. <laughs> okay. And I was like, this sums this up perfectly. Like, because you that- really think you're doing something. Good luck. They know him and all those mothers and sisters, they always know. They say it every season. They be like, yeah, he's going to do this. He's going to do that. This is what he does. Yes. And every freaking couple, the family members say that they know. And people try to make it seem like they quote unquote, weren't holding them down. The family wasn't holding them down. And we see that with a new person this season. They just love to say that shit. But you have not known mm-hmm. these people all their lives. These people were around when they when these guys first got in trouble. The first mm-hmm. time they went to jail. The second time. Mm-hmm. The fifth time. No wonder they're not holding them down. Down the stretch. Because they know that there's no change behavior. Like. And even Hell then. No. I can only. First of all. I can only imagine how he acted in prison. Like. Right. He probably was a fucking bug. Do you hear yes. me? Like, he looked like it. He looked like he got on them guards, nerves, like every tap. Ooh, bitch, I can go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> I can, and the fact that he spent all that time in solitary, it tells me exactly what I need to know. Like, yep. you were in there cutting up. Right. 
He said he wasn't in there working out. He was chilling, eating rice every day. Yeah. One of them ass niggas. Yes. One of them ass niggas that pissed. Ooh, girl. <laughs> and, the, and the guards be with him. They be like, oh, he'll be back. Yes. He'll be back. Like, that's the type of dude that's going to keep going back. He's probably where he needs to be. I know he's going to like when I get to talk about shit, but. <laughs> no. Well, it's sometimes they start to reveal themselves, though, right? When okay. you can see the example very clearly, like, oh, I mean, and for you to really say out of your mouth, you weren't doing anything in there. Like, at least with Derek, you know, from Monique and Derek, we know he was in there working it out every day. That's the least you can fucking do. Right? <laughs> that is the least you can do is work out in that. You're not going to do nothing. Yeah. And then be kind of like loud and proud about it. Like, she's like, oh, pick me up. He's like, oh, you, you mad heavy. Like, I went in there working out. Like, okay, well, let's not get too loud about it. <laughs> Them ass niggas. Them type of niggas. But but it yeah. is what it is yeah um oh but sis spilled the beans about him not paroling yes to her house yes so that's why gabby wanted to hurry up and get married because that's the only way he could parole to her is if they were married honestly look she said it. i'm not having that now she's not wrong i've been waiting on you all this time i use the money you gave me to get us in an apartment yeah yeah you coming over here yeah it's like why can't you figure out a way to do this and be honest and upfront with the family and everybody that's you know honestly that's his job too and yeah ain't, it ain't just on her it's, it's that's that's his mother and sister he could have told right them. well and that's he the thing knew. we know that he's been telling them that he's gonna be there so see yeah. then we watch these niggas do this every fucking season so and that's these women want them to, what do I tell you? They want them to stand on everything they told them while they was in jail. Right. They yep. holding them to it. So, Chris, make a make a decision. Yes. Yes. You got to pick And she ain't wrong. If I was Gabby, if I had that type of dude, I'm going to move him far the fuck away from the projects too. He not <laughs> even going to be accessible to y'all ass. <laughs> but you know what? That's what I think we're going to see. She's probably not that far away from the projects herself. Like, I don't believe that she was able to go out and find the best and But isn't she from Jersey? She's not from New York, I don't think. Yeah, I guess she is across the bridges, so you know, that typically yeah. is a step above ish. But I'm interested to see what the apartment looks like because for whatever reason I just feel like she got us thinking, you know, because she set up her bed with some cute furry pillows that her Ooh. shit is actually i don't know maybe we have seen her apartment if, if that is i mean i'm talking about one little section of the house right it's it's nice when the whole house is decorated nice but some people literally like it's just that one room like that they put together and they take all their pictures and do all their videos in that space. And that's fine. Well, she said she spent, when they asked her what she spent the money on, she said furniture. So I hope yeah. she furnished her apartment. Right. And I, I guess we did see her space at one point. I can't remember. We know she was sitting up in there probably going back and forth with Chris Mama. But I don't know. I'm just interested to see if the expectations and reality actually, you know, align once they are all like settled in and she brings him to the house 
But like you said, he's not paroling to her house and he has to go to a halfway house for a while. So it's not all just going to... I could to, see him getting in trouble. Yeah. I could see him getting in trouble at the halfway house and going back. Right. I don't even oh, know. Oh, so we see, yeah, on some future episodes, something happens. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, right. They put the, the sirens yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. Just giving um, Chevelle and Quaylon. Oh, gosh. This is their same storyline. <sighs> uh, ish. Yeah, the family oh, elements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I don't know. I feel like mm-hmm. Eris and okay. Cameron are more Quaylon and Chevelle. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Next caller. Next caller. <laughs> <gasps> because. Baby. Oh my gosh. Eris. Gr- Gr- <sighs> New couple alert, new couple alert. You know what I get that ain't that. <laughs> Lord, watch over these fools. Like, <laughs> I kept saying that, dog. They need our prayers. Eris. <laughs> <gasps> they need our prayers, girl. <laughs> oh, come on. Look at you with baby. Eris and Cameron. Eris is 31. Cameron's 30. Cameron was locked up for... Cameron is 15 years old. Cosplaying as a 30-year-old man, okay? Girl. He was locked up for possession and trafficking and got two years, 30 months. Um, Eris is in Tampa and... Cameron um, will be paroling to Cincinnati, Ohio. <sighs> so we we open up. We see Eris. She's in Tampa. Shout out to Tampa. Missing y'all right now in this wintry weather that I'm in. Um, and we see her with her daughter. And I love how her daughter was like, you know, I like Tampa. Sometimes it's gloomy and sometimes it's, what did she say? Shimmering sunshine. And I was like, she's right, but it's mostly sunshine. But Mm -hmm. we see them pulling up to uh, a plant shop and she's going to do a little bit of plant shopping. And from there we meet Eris and she tells us it's a couple things she doesn't play about her daughter and her man. And if you play with them, she'll kill you, cut your head off, and watch you bleed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, she's a sweetheart. I'm like, oh, Eris. <laughs> that was aggressive to start. Girl. But, you know, Eris, she's got her look together. Wig is laid. You know, got her face beat. She's, she was giving Tampa. I was like, I probably have walked past her before in Tampa. She looked like a Tampa girl. And... um. She is picking up her man, Cameron. Cameron, not only did he go to jail for possession and trafficking, but he also is a rapper. So she tells us that she kind of met him by what? Watching his videos on YouTube and she was getting hot and bothered. She thought he was so fine. Girl. So. mm, Right. So. It's giving groupie. It was so funny to me because quite often, even with others in this current season, we see people claiming they're artists, they're rappers, 
But OG Cam, as Cameron goes by on YouTube, uh, he had video footage. Cam was clearly willing to have Love After Lockup play his music. Um, and it was just hilarious to me because I don't know if I've ever, if I can remember them ever like introducing somebody coming out of prison by playing one of their music videos. So I personally right, they didn't hollered. Do baby knock like that. <laughs> Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Did he have any music videos? <laughs> yeah, uh, he didn't have any videos. You know, he was locked up a long time and he was yeah. older. He's a little older. So yes. These so. the, they the OGs. This the new generation. They doing things a little different. Okay. Right. <laughs> when I tell you that video dropped, I, I hollered. I'm not going to lie. I could not believe it. So from there though they're in the plant shop they pick out some plants and Eris is talking to her daughter about cameron coming to be with them and her daughter's really sweet she was what you know eight nine ten and she just said you know that her mom knows cameron well and she wants to get to know him more and she wants to make sure that she still gets that time with her mom and you know their time is split it's balanced you know and mm -hmm. and kind of she just like she was even That's yes said. i said come on little girl right and i like that i like that these kids are expressing themselves yes. you know yes right because i was gonna and, say kind of like justine's kids right yeah they're yeah. not mincing their words they even when they do have the feelings they're expressing the feelings but there's not they're not leaving a lot of confusion they tell exactly. you what they want for you and for them for the situation as a whole. So they pick out um, Eris Jr. And then we see um, Eris tells us actually that her daughter, Lena's father, is overseas. And I was like, oh, are they from the islands? Girl! I was like, what did you do, girl? What are you about? You had a baby. What? <laughs> What's the tea? Right. I, I want the story. You, you on vacation and you know, on your vacation vibes. <laughs> See, I didn't. I because she's in Tampa, my mind immediately went like, "Did you have a baby with a Haitian that got deported, <laughs> Ooh, or a Jamaican? Yeah. You know, or hey, yeah. to that point, right? Was it a Bahamian where it didn't feel like, oh, it wasn't far away? You know, my man, he on a quick little trip." I was yeah. curious. I was curious. Understood. I, right. I think that is. It was like you can't just kind of glaze over that now, Eris. Well, how your baby daddy talking about you talking to him on the WhatsApp? That tells me he live overseas for real. Like, girl, like, what is the tea? I want to know. Yeah. I tried to find her on social media, but <laughs> right, because it was like, it's girl, your man. Uh... Me. I got yeah. Questions. Is your baby daddy an island man or is he like a West African man? Because the, the WhatsApp made me think like, oh, shit, like you got a baby with a Nigerian? I don't know. Okay. But all of that aside. Is What's going on? I want to know. Okay. Right. Because sometimes now that would give me Chevelle, right? The naive girl. Anywho. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. But she did say kind of like Chevelle, you know, because her father's daughter is overseas, she wants her to have a male figure in her life which okay i think that sounds great but then you look at who you're putting in front of them as the male figure like girl. can we be for real girl. 
because he ooh, come on i'm gonna save it i'm gonna save it for when we get to that part okay i put it out <laughs> this camera light it back up <laughs> I'm going to have to put it out and light it back up again when we get to um, Monique and Derek. The, Monique and Derek, girl. Come girl. on. Okay. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to be quiet. Go ahead. Right. And I feel like I'm really slow building. But, you know, even before they leave the plant shop, right, we're still in this fucking plant shop. The cashier tells her she's about to spend $200 in plants. And she's like, oh, let me check my bank account. And I'm like, baby, if you'd have to check the bank account... I get it. You shouldn't have went in there. Right? Sharp Entertainment, WeTV, I get it. Y'all can't just roll up in Walmart and Target or, you know, even the big lots of the world with all these cameras. I understand. But putting these people in these situations where you send them into these boutique-ass places and have them spend hundreds of dollars that they don't have, like, this shit is getting old. Because we know, hell, it's Florida. You could go anywhere and get you some plants and not spend $200. But you need to go somewhere where all, you can clear the cameras. First of all, and look who you got a plant for. Right. This hood ass, jail ass, rapping ass nigga <laughs> don't give a fuck about no plant. Girl. Okay. In his house, the halfway house, no house. Your house, right? Your house. <laughs> He don't care about no plant. He's not the plant. He don't get plant vibes. No. I mean, maybe she thought it was a cute idea through conversations that they've had. But, you know, I'm not going to flex my green thumb. But it's like, clearly, you didn't know nothing about no plants, boo. Or you knew that was not the plant to be gifting anybody. Especially since she was about to go on a freaking journey. But I'm not going to be that girl. Um. But this is all kind of building up to also let us know that despite her being obsessed with him being a rapper and him being a trapper, he ain't got no money because she has pulled $10,000 out of her 401k for him for whatever reason. Hey, first of all, what? <laughs> you know, I don't play. First of all, she said she withdrawed. She said, I withdrawed. <sighs> Girl. She said that she said that on those people's TV. She did. She said it out there. But ma'am, 10K, you don't play about money and retirement and <laughs> right. saving for our future. Like, you know that, Jackie, we talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why would you do that? Child. And you have a kid. And you have a kid. You have a kid. You have and a dependent. Girl, I'm thinking about the penalties that came with that. Like somebody mentioned that, and I was like, "Damn! Like, how does that work?" Because I've only heard of I've heard of some people doing it, but they always seem to have a real plan around it. But this yeah, just feels if you do it before like a certain age or a certain time frame. Mm -hmm. You have you get penalized like a lot for it, even if you pay it back. But that part i don't know that part i don't know but yeah i don't i hope i never have to do that right so, like it doesn't feel like something i want to do unless there's like it, it's an emergency an emergency or if you're incentivized in some other way because i feel like people i've heard people so what about if you buy a house like can you borrow against your 401k for that without a certain penalty i don't know 
Right. It's like I feel like there are certain circumstances where if you do it right and you're, you know, it's educated, it might not be as much of a hit. But in this case, I feel like if that was the first thing you decided to do or the best option you could come up with, I don't know if you did it without having to worry about a bunch of penalties. It sounds like you're going to take a hit. Yeah, the only person I know that did it was this older guy at my job. I mean, he's been with the job a long, long time, and he's in deferred comp. Mm-hmm. We have that at our job. So he had all this money in it, and he got fired. So mm. he, like, had to, he drew down all of his deferred comp to, like, make it through. But, baby, when he got his job back, baby, he spent years working, like, overtime, so much overtime. Like, he stole so much money. <laughs> Ooh. to build it back up and he did he retired i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> i'm over so, my eyes is big like that sounds like a lot that's it was a lot that's the only person i know that ever did something like that that's why i'm like this girl to do that for a inmate yeah like an inmate uh, like not to like uh, yeah it's not a desperate situation yeah so and then again this is for somebody who was out here or is really portraying themselves to be somebody who's got it like you're you've been selling drugs selling weed um you've been rapping on youtube like i'm sure you're making it seem like you have more than 10k on deck at all times first of all no let's be clear a lot of them be broke we know a it. These, we know it. Yeah, especially social media niggas. Yeah. Like, they broke. So, no, he seemed like he just doing it for fun to be doing it. Like, he don't do shit else all day but sit in the house, get high, play the game, and rap with his friends. Play the game, girl. With his and, shirt off. Yes. <laughs> in and, the trap house. Like, that's what he look like he do all day. And as we meet Cam, that's definitely the vibes he gives. Um, he is a like like you said, he is a thirty year old teenager, um, doing those simple things that niggas do if they never decide to grow up. Uh, he tells us that he was making a living by flying back and forth from California to Ohio, bringing pounds of weed. Now. <laughs> There are many uh, travelers out there who might risk bringing a joint back from their trip to Cali or a pack of gummies. You know, something very, um, what's it called when it's for for personal use. Um, But Cameron decided to bring 30 pounds on a commercial flight from California to Ohio. Got caught slipping. Because he says somebody smelled it. I'm like, 30 pounds, baby. Everybody smelled it. He, okay. I know people that do it. Like, been doing it. Mm-hmm. But I don't, it's different ways too. So I want to know how did he get sloppy? Like, did you not, you just threw it in the luggage like that? Mm-hmm. You didn't use nothing? Right, because that smell like it's thirty pounds. So you didn't do shit. Thirty a pounds. Clown, he he said, but he gives that like he do shit like that. Like he, yeah, that's yeah. what he gives me. Because he even said it when that man said, "I just be doing shit." Yes, yes. 
You do. Everything about you says that. Yes. And stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> I don't like people like that. <laughs> His whole aura screams, I just be doing shit. So, okay, that's what the episode should have been called. Titled, I just be doing shit. I'm writing that down because that's our episode title. (laughs) Last week, wait, what was it? Last week, we had a different title, (laughs) and I, I put it in the caption. I don't remember, but this week's. Oh, don't worry. I just be doing shit. It will show up again. Okay. But um, yes, he he got caught. <laughs> Needless to say, he got caught with that thirty pounds, and he thought, or maybe he felt confident about only having to deal with probation. But no, they sent that ass to jail, thirty months. Um, in the feds at that. And maybe that's another reason why he doesn't. Because that's what he expresses to us. He He's like, I mean, maybe I won't go back. Maybe I will. <laughs> Who knows? I'm not done doing dumb shit. Maybe you know because what? he was in the feds. They said federal time is easier to do than state time. Like, it's way easier. It's smoother. It seemed like it. It seemed like he learned yeah. no lessons, you know? like <laughs> Yeah. They have, like, free... I heard stories. Like, they have kind of, like, free reign. Like... Mm-hmm. More, more i don't know i don't know like it's quiet in there like our facility be loud as fuck mm. <laughs> right i, I mean imagine that work. yeah my friend from i've had my friend from work she's like it is so loud why are you doing all this yelling <laughs> this is why you talk so loud <laughs> girl but like they said like i remember one of my co-workers left our job and went to be an officer at a federal prison and he was like yelling and he was like hey we don't do that here like Mm. it's chill right (laughs) and especially with somebody like him he clearly gives high energy to be in a place where they were like yo just chill dude like ride your time out i'm sure he was oh this is a piece of cake like Mm-mm. That's what uh, Chris think he doing. That's why he was just sitting there eating rice like he was in the feds so fucking well. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cameron is out now. So Eris is going to pick him up. Child, the plant done died. She left the plant in the car overnight. And that's, yeah. girl, I wanted to fuss so bad. I'm like, first of all. I know. I thought about you when I saw it. I said, ooh, Jackie don't like this. Girl, first of all, you took a plant from Tampa, Florida to Cincinnati, Ohio, clearly during um, seasonal change. because right. and she, left it in the car. And then left it in the car overnight. You made it through the airport on the flight with it. You get to the hotel but then you leave the plant in the car in the cold overnight if you would have got a different type of plant you might have made it but honestly just like you said he didn't need a plant at least not a living one you could have got him a fake plant a fake one okay (laughs) like let's just be for real so like the type that'd be like fuck this plant where the weed at where the lean at where the (laughs) zannies Oh, <laughs> so so there's that to me symbolic baby okay you got this plant you trying to have this plant represent y'all's relationship and his focus on you and the plant dead in 24 and it hours died. And it died. 
girl. But he told her ass. He said, "And hey, you want a dog?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I don't like being on their side," but he was right, <laughs> girl. So I need to look on a map because. She goes to get him and she pulls up to an Ann Arbor transit center, which is in Michigan. Um, yes, because he said that he was like, get me out of Michigan. Yeah. So I was like, I, I mean, Cincinnati and Ohio might as be one state to me. Pennsylvania might be in there, too, because the way that all of those places are close to each other, but it never, you know, I never can kind of like conceptualize it. You know, I'm like, where? How mm-hmm. far is Cincinnati from Ann Arbor? But anyways. She goes to get him. Child, this man comes out. He's probably looked the Ooh. bummiest <laughs> of anybody that I've seen come out. I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody that looked crazier than he did. I mean, he did not. Cu- no, he was the craziest. Did not cut Nobody his hair. Looked, girl, for months. Clearly. Probably his whole beard. He yeah. probably went the whole 30 months like that uh-huh he she said we gotta get him out of them grays i'm like he looked Bitch. dirty he look he needs to go take a several baths post some bleach in the water like yeah. grandma used to do just like a little ooh, bit. <laughs> just a little bit of bleach okay like he what? looked so dirty and then immediately got to kissing and i was just like i Oh. Oh. I just know. It was disgusting. I frowned through their entire interview. Mm-mm-mm. And had the nerve to be talking freaky. Like, I can't wait oh, for her to sit on my face. My girl. I, he looked like they call him in his neighborhood, like, man, man. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, no, Simone. Girl, they put maniac. they they put little his maniac, little, crazy. little maniac. Little they put his segment know. on IG on the Love After Lockup page. <laughs> and when I tell you his Cincinnati cousins was in them comments, he has a nickname. I'm gonna go back and look. So on Instagram, you know, Love After Lockup has a page and they'll post different okay. scenes. So they posted their scene like as the new couple. And of course, people in the comments are like, he's a bum, you know. And then oh, his okay. family was rallying for that ass. Like, uh-uh, y'all don't know him. And it was like, there go Cam Cam. Like, it was some nickname. I'm like, oh, my God. This nigga is oh, in the streets God. of Cincinnati. So, see, and that's why she likes him. Mm-hmm, because he has some level of notoriety in his hood, but in his hood. But still, like you said, like you said, a groupie. Yeah, I didn't think of it like that, but I'm like, damn. So you just because she even said at one point, like, you know, I'm taking him to the halfway house in Kentucky. I'm not really worried about him, but if these groupies try to get close, I will fight them. I'm like, I, I didn't think about her being the head groupie girl Mm -hmm. right that's why i was like you're a groupie i did not think about it like that but (laughs) i am looking through these comments girl 
Yeah, it's gonna be interesting because he does gonna make good TV. He's gonna make it's... great TV because, but like you said, and like he said, he just be doing shit. He just be doing shit. But you know what? Eris had a lot to say, like everything to say about guys that always talk about having sex and they just want to get with you. Dating a guy that's in jail, you have to have those real conversations. And what's the only and first thing this nigga is talking about is that. Everything <laughs> you're saying you hate, that you hate, that's what he keeps talking about. Like, I want you to sit on my face. At, like, I want ugh. you to grind up sn- slow like a snail. <laughs> Like a slug. <laughs> he ain't been in there reading no book. No. Like another one who has not been doing his time being productive. You know he was in there freestyling for his yeah. life every freaking day. Standing on the tables. Being loud at yeah. mealtime. Uh-huh. Loud when and you ready bro. to go to bed. Ah, look at me, Mr. Cameron, on that noise. <laughs> no, sir, not tonight. Lay it on down, sweetie. <laughs> but right, but again, this is federal time, so I don't know. I think I would have kind of loved to see a day in the life. I would have liked to be a fly on the wall. Know. Because Ooh. it seemed like it did not phase him. It did nothing. Because uh, n- nothing Michael said I'm never going back um, Nathan even he seems to be very turned around from his time spent in prison he's not going back Cameron yeah. he's like oh <laughs> just a slight bump in the road might see it again <laughs> girl 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 Good luck to Eris, child. You know you deserve better than this, but you want to figure that out on your own. This is what you want, right? This is what you want. This is what you desire. So, (laughs) all right. Mm. Bringing it home with Monique and Derek. (laughs) Our good sis, Monique. Oh, baby. We see her rushing her sister, who is supposed to pick her up, uh, asking her where she is. She says, hurry up. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, snap. So her sister gets there. She sees she's got all these boxes and things that she's loading the car up with. Uh, the first thing that we see she has, uh, she reveals the cameras that she plans to hide in Derek's grandmother's house. Monique will be spending two weeks at Derek's grandmother's house with him um, while he is, I guess, able to hang out before he goes to the halfway house or something. I don't know, girl. Yeah. All of this halfway house stuff is, I don't understand. Lots (laughs) of halfway houses. Like, what's the process? Yeah. Right, like, do they have a certain amount of time? Yeah. I don't know, because it's like always a rush and a time crunch. Yes, and everybody's going to the halfway house this time, so. Yeah. Uh, except for Michael, who <laughs> just got to go straight to the house, which is really nice. But Ooh, he needs. Ooh. So they get the car loaded up, they hop on the road, and they're headed to Ohio to pick him up. Like I said, she'll spend some time there. And what's his name? Derek calls while they're on the way and on the road and 
Monique basically has him on speaker and asks her sister, Calandra, like, are you excited to meet my man? And she's like, well, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he likes me. And she and Derek have a bit of an exchange because she calls him out on the fact that he always has something to say when Monique is out and hanging out with her sisters or her, her friends. And his thing is that, you know, they're trying to get to know each other and build something. And that's hard when she's always out. But Sus also makes a point about how he has an attitude, even if she's at the store. And to me, it's starting to reveal, it sounds like y'all probably have, you know, a decent rapport, but y'all both are trying to likely control one another. He probably likes to control her comings and goings as much as he can from the prison. And now she's ready to control him, you know, once he gets on the outside. But Yes. But she wants to put cameras. I know. Like in this man's first of all what black grandmother you think about to let you walk around her house freely and they don't know you child so how you think you even gonna get those cameras set up um and you're not giving you can sneak around vibes uh, at all and like i just want monique to do better like when he sent her an outline of his penis (laughs) I hated it. I said, is that his version of a dick pic? Like, you know what? Some, somebody else did that. Like, I don't know why they feel like they need to do that. We don't like that shit. Yeah. We don't like dick pics. FYI, fellas. Y'all right. <laughs> we don't like this shit. <laughs> I mean, you can like allude to it, you know, through some sweatpants or something, but yo, outright dick. Come on now. Don't nobody need that I didn't ask for. I could see if I asked, but I didn't ask you. Child. He did that though. He sent that in the mail. So I don't know. I didn't like it. Um, she definitely wants to control, like, even with the phone, she's setting his stuff up. She wanted, her, she's ecstatic that her name comes up whenever he calls somebody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, okay, so in the car, I didn't like how, and she was just kind of, she was trying to be a peacekeeper, but also kind of. Uh, Being messy. Well, and excusing his his behavior and the way he was talking to her sister, because she's like, you guys be nice. And then she's like, oh, because he hung up on him, okay? Eventually, he hung up on him. He got an attitude and hung up. And she's like, it's "Oh, like a girl. you don't like, know how to talk who, to what him." Man does that, right? And what do you mean you don't know? He should be able to to be talked to. Exactly. Like, what? Who the fuck is he? Yeah, Bitch, we ain't gotta skate around this nigga. Right. <laughs> Girl, so. I would have been cutting up. I would have been like, "What inmate? What?" Yeah. <laughs> like. I didn't she like that me. she excused the way he was talking to her sister and made it seem like it was something her sister could have done differently to make that conversation okay. go better. So, so yeah, so that was a mess. And then they get to the hotel and she doesn't like really, I mean, okay, at least from what the camera showed, okay, y'all love to get mad at editing, but editing says she didn't help her sister really unload that car. She didn't drive. And her sister had to load all the stuff into the hotel. And the, the, but the first thing Monique gonna say is, "Oh, that was the longest drive ever." And I'm like, what? <laughs> "She's like, I you didn't, didn't even know drive." I was at. 
girl you know what it's stuff oh. where it's like little things right that feed into your character and just how you're moving your sister's drive has driven you to ohio to pick up a man because what why why you didn't drive yourself and that's what i want to know and that's where things start to get a little unfortunate because i have to ask hard questions like can you drive are you you know mobile enough to drive yourself right. or that's is what it I was wondering that's what i was wondering right i mean because you know a lot of the girls on the internet may... and baby let's be clear she wears she is confident honey she had on those see-through biking shorts honey okay girl Mm-hmm. but the she's very body positive she's body positive but because love after lockup requires you wear a seatbelt, we also have to see things like the fact that she needs a seatbelt extender and girl, so the girls is the out here internet, right the internet told her ass up yes about that seatbelt extender, okay? So it's stuff like that where it's like, I hate that for you, Monique. But then at the same time, it's like, could you not have driven yourself in a vehicle that you were comfortable in and that accommodated you? Or do you not drive? Or what's going on? And then especially for you, for it to seem like you're very passive about all of this, like your sister is helping get everything into this room for you, but you're the one that's exhausted. Like... Okay, girl, like help me out because again, you don't want to tell this man you've been working out. He's going to expect a certain energy and stamina out of you. And I'm just curious about if it's really there. But anyways, get into the room. We start to Ooh. see all of the gifts that Monique has bought for Derek. And I definitely was ready to talk to you about it so you could break it down for me. You're more familiar with the designers. Um, what kind of jeans were they? Amiri jeans? Amiri, girl. Yes, they like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollar jeans. What they can get? The they fuck? can get more expensive than that. Yeah. <laughs> Meek Mill said it in his song. He said, "I just put like eighty racks in my Amiri. They oh, real tight. Yes. Yeah, they real tight. Yes, they're very, very tight. Very tight pants. I think Roddy Rich has mentioned them too." Oh, yes, honey. The rappers wear those, honey. The boys wear me. I think my nephew got some. Mm. Girl, yeah, these kids. Mm. So, yes, she got him, you know, sounds like a, a fairly affordable pair of a Mary Jean. And he's young. So he's in that age group that wears that. He's 29. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So he's got these fancy jeans. He's got what a Gucci shirt and a hat and a belt, um, some Burberry. Burberry joggers that were seven hundred dollars. So our sister's like, First "What is of this?" All, like, <laughs> and he can't keep that up. He Girl, can't dress like that every day. It's like literally one whole outfit, like maybe two. When you have to Girl. put it all together, right? He need regular shit. Yes, bitch. She, ooh, she pissed me off. Kenny boxes, socks, right. so body wash, decent washcloths. Right. Girl, they be worried about and she from Chicago. And she from this. Chicago, and that's why I was this, <laughs> this that. So I moved to the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck away from y'all. <laughs> but her sister is like, how much is this? Like three thousand dollars worth of shit? And she's like, more like five. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And Those jeans were like $1,200, $1,500 jeans alone. Then $700 Burberry joggers. Yeah. Two pairs of pants, $2,000. And, and the then iPhone. an iPhone, right? And her sister's like, did you really need to do all this? And she's like, well, you know, he deserves nice things. And I'm like, why? Why does he? Right. Why is this what he deserves? But, (laughs) but yes, we see her. She's clearly lavishing him with gifts. Her sister, she's not happy. She says in her confessional that her sister's never bought her nothing from Nordstrom, never bought her no damn Gucci. Okay. But she's buying this man all this stuff, and she didn't even buy her nephew a birthday present of two weeks prior. I don't like that. That was like. I don't like it. I don't like it. I didn't like that either. Again, because the small glimpse that we're seeing of you, Monique, I wouldn't be surprised if you was setting up on the phone with Derek all day and night. Maybe he had a birthday party or a dinner or something. You went to empty handed, but you still was some somehow had the time and the space money and attention, you know, to get all this shit for for this man, even if it was just for the show. Like, cause again, this sister has driven you. Like, I don't know how and, long the shortest trip is to and Ohio. Where do you get this money from, girl? They was eating up about that like too. A veterinary. She works at like a at the front desk at a vet office, I believe. Yes, yes. So, but uh, you know what? I had to think. Like, we know plenty of people that sit at a front desk. And it's like those people, especially the person they sit next to or they homegirl at the job, those be the main people that help them do dumb shit like that. Like, oh, I really love my man. Oh, I really want to buy him a Gucci shirt and a Gucci belt. Oh, girl, I'm going to help you get it. She, She got some people around her that's enabling her or maybe she's living completely in her own mind. But you can just see like that's the type of of stuff that makes it feel like girl you are selfish like and you are not showing gratitude to those that are around you that are helping you even get to this place because it don't make no sense you would not be able to do none of this shit by yourself so yeah i was like that shit was was not good but so now okay she's getting ready for bed because she says they got to be up at 4 a.m Oh, but she sets the iPhone up first, um, gets the iPhone activated, creates a password. Of course, her sister's like, you know, he's not going to like that. And she says, well, he can do whatever he wants. He can, you know, be the alpha. He can control other things in life, but Hmm. she's going to control that phone. I'm like, but, but she says she used to be the love them and leave them type. But now you want to be in control. Like. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like it's starting to look a little funny in the light. Yeah. Like you don't got a lot to kick it. Right. <laughs> it's okay. Cameras in the home. But see, <laughs> I think because you're doing all of these things. That's why you want to. See this is like an investment for these girls. Yeah. Like these women. And they, who said that? Um. Uh, what's the young lady name we were just talking about in the last one? Eris. Eris mm-hmm. said the same thing. She was like, I got a lot riding on this. Mm. She went in her 401k. Like, right. 
these women all the time and money they spent sending these guys money and putting money on the phone to talk to them and this like fantasy relationship that they created yeah like they want a re- they want a return on that they do right because Eris said well Eris didn't say this but, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if in Eris's mind Cameron is going to come out. He's going to be able to, you know, double, triple the money that she's given him and put that back in her 401k. Monique did say, oh, um, you know, I can shower him with nice gifts because I know he's going to do the same for me. Y'all don't know if these men is going to give you two nickels back to rub together (laughs) with all this money that you have spent on them. They've been telling them that while they was locked up that that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm so Monique probably thinks okay yeah he can control whatever he wants but I'm gonna control this phone because she spent all this money and he needs to either invest the the love and the time or at least invest the money back but it better not be no other bitches in the meantime and I'm just like girl you could turn your location on your name can pop up when he calls somebody from the phone None of those things will matter to somebody who is really trying to get to him or or that he's really trying, you know, to get with. He will tell somebody that you are his cousin, his sister, <laughs> anybody, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But again, if you're not going to really be able to do nothing about it, I think that's my other thing, too. I'm like, Monique, what are you are you going to like be all over town worried about this man? I don't really see it. <laughs> But girl, it's first of all, her sister was a little shady. What'd she say? She asked Monique, she said, So, what are you gonna do when you see him? Are you gonna like run and jump in his arms? I said, Girl, <laughs> that was shade. Maybe that was shade. <laughs> that was shade. You can't tell me it wasn't. That was shade. You don't think so? I don't. Mm. That was shame. You know she not running and jumping. <sighs> I don't know. I think her sister is probably trying to be a good sport about this, but she probably uh-huh. is also like pulling her card being at the a, same yeah. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And nice, nasty. Being nice, nasty, and you know, even kind of like thinking back to when they were at Kitchen and Cocktails. You know, oh, her people are not afraid to kind of come at her about, you know, her her current size. So she might have been <laughs> coming at her. But um, at this point, though, to wrap it up with them, they are outside of the prison. They're waiting. And then we see this white truck circling around. And now she's wondering who that is. And <clears throat> she said it better not be his family because they already agreed that this would be a special moment where basically they would be able to, you know, meet and greet each other without the family being there. But then I'm like, but you brought your sister. So how private, I guess her sister can always get her own room. Yeah. But you could have let that man's family come for the afternoon. Everybody have an opportunity to say hello. And then y'all go, you know, about your business in the evening. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They were being like, 
you see this white car keeps circling around. <laughs> right. Yeah, I see it. I was like, they being such Chicago girls. <laughs> yes, right. I'm like, y'all got an attitude about a car. Like, who knows who's in the car? But the car kept, but okay, the car kept turning around, coming back up the street. Like, okay, and you can't see in there. Yeah, that is. I would be like, okay, what's going on? What's to this car? Right. It added some interest. It it made me think of um. Yeah. Ch- what's his name Chaz and Branwin he's one of the few people that actually did have somebody pull up that he did not want to be there <laughs> true but I don't but even if it is a friend a you know a cousin or whatever it's like girl it it's gonna be fine because I, I don't know if I'm the only one catching the preview but at the end of the day we know you get with him Y'all wind up in a room together. Yeah. And he throws himself on the bed and says, you know, are you ready? So. What? First of all, I hated that. I wish a man would plop down on the bed (laughs) at my big age. I wish a man would plop down on the bed and say, are you ready? That, what? Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. standing there looking goofy, like <laughs> smiling, like it's. Co- I would have been like, "Get out!" Like <laughs> this is done. She like that. You but know, he don't even know how to like be romantic. Like okay. he's that type of nigga, <laughs> girl. And I just right, and I feel like that's what she's going to accept and she likes the slightly controlling side from him because she makes that or she feels like that's love from him and she's going to control him because she's insecure which i wish that wasn't the case but baby you feeling the need to have cameras and passwords and locations turned on that's all insecurity so it is Good luck to Monique, child. Let's see. Yes, in the previews. Dang, I don't know why the previews never stick. It's like they come and go in my mind, no matter how many times I see them. But we see uh, Cameron. He, I don't know if he stops at a party on the way to the halfway house or what. But Eris is like, she's worried about him slipping back into his old ways. He's smoking weed. He's turning up. So I don't know what. what... I did not see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. uh, Gabby admits to keeping some secrets from Chris. I believe Uh. she's with her mom, and she shows her mom an envelope. And her mom says, "You better get a lawyer." Um, Justine and Michael, you know, they're preparing to have like a coming home event for him, and there's some unwanted guests that show up. Um, and those are the ones that I can remember off the top of my head. Oh, oh yes, Nathan is going to pick up Skylar. That's the last one, and I believe it's Nathan's mom or somebody that looks dead ass like him is has come to let him know that she doesn't support him picking Skylar up and being with her because her previous two boyfriends are dead and she doesn't want him to be next. But I thought his mother passed when he was small. Oh, was he the one that? Okay, I so maybe, 
so yes so if it's not mom maybe it's another aunt that looks just like mom or grandma maybe right yeah, yeah but somebody that's like no i don't support this shit maybe it's skylar's mom i don't know i don't think all white people look alike but you know <laughs> there was some similarities in the the features that made me think it was another relative of his but but valid points were made i know that so so yeah i personally think another exciting episode coming up because if nothing else i want to see how cameron found the turn up on the way to the halfway house <laughs> <laughs> but i guess oh Ooh. yeah they go to ohio right so i guess maybe what he was able to looking like that though no he, he got a haircut go barbershop okay he he, he he almost looked like he was making a quick YouTube video before heading to Kentucky. That makes sense. Yeah, that actually. Makes sense. Tay K did it. <laughs> Who is Tay K? You we go through this all the time, Jackie. <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> you know I don't Crystal. know. Crystal. Crystal, Crystal. The little boy from Dallas that was a rapper, he was 17. And he was like on the run from the police girl. And he made a video about it while he was on the run. It's called The Race. Like he was doing the race on the run from the police girl. Made a video about it via uh -huh. YouTube. And I think his manager was a white boy that told him like, look, you might as well just don't do a video because you're going to go to jail. Oh <laughs> like, my goodness. And he did it, and it it went it went viral, and he went to jail. Oh, oh <laughs> my gosh! Well, Cam definitely looked like he was breaking all of the rules, and Eris uh, is just like sitting in the corner, like, "What the fuck?" Look, it's girl got you in a trap. That's what, but that's what she wanted. Exactly, right. But, right? Well, like, she, what, is, what is he rapping about? Is he rapping about something totally different? What the fuck? She claimed, though, that she was never into rappers like that, though. And it's... I don't know. She's acting like it's really the looks that captured her. And then they had a lot of conversation. But like we said, you had to know that he was... What would you call him? A goofball Jamal through the conversations that you've okay. been having. <laughs> Do you hear me? Like, so yeah. I can only, he probably just on the phone talking. What about nothing intellectual at all? He doesn't have it in him to even pretend. Yeah. So, so that's them. Um, so another good episode coming up. I'm looking forward to it. Before we wrap, I have two love after lockup teas that I have to share okay boom 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 yes so first love after lockup teas um or piece of tea is maurice and mandy i mean <laughs> girl it never ends right maurice went back to jail on was it christmas eve he got arrested yes he was arrested on christmas eve for stealing um of course his wife mandy made sure to post about it and let us know that he was locked up 
He has been locked up, locked up on a burglary charge. His bond is $350,000. Sit down. <laughs> Sit your ass down. It's it's not looking good. When your bond is that high, that's that's them saying, we know you full of shit. You've been doing this shit. And he already told us way back in the day when he was on Love After Lockup with, what was that girl name? Uh, Jessica. Jessica. He had two strikes. Yeah. So, and he's been in jail a couple of times since then. So, yeah, yeah it's it's not looking good. Yeah, and your third strike being like a burglary. Are you serious? Like, you doing stupid shit. Yeah. Stealing. Stealing around Christmas time. Um, Mandy, of course, wants to let us know that regardless, he's good. She basically makes videos walking us through his um through his closet um still showing videos with money all the christmas gifts she bought she shows the christmas pictures they were able to take before he went to jail so she's gonna stick beside him through thick and thin um <laughs> girl and they've been they through a lot of each other too yes they deserve each other they deserve each other yes two clowns one circus they've been at it all year they've been eating her ass up on that internet okay Mm Hmm. because it's too easy (laughs) right and she you know who she reminds me of oh i'm not gonna say it okay i'll i'll do my second (laughs) tea (laughs) we'll keep it safe um Uh <laughs> Second T is Lacey, Shane, and John. You know, it, they always gonna be on the scene on the social media. So Lacey, aka the Italian underscore Queen seven five seven on IG, she posted yesterday, day before, something like that. It's her and John back together. He's back out of prison. She says, and they on the video kissing, carrying on. Her caption says, thank you at John Love After Lockup um, for being my best friend. I love keeping us private because we what we share is so special. They don't know, but we know and we keep it on. Strong emoji. Never, never, never give up. We saved each other. Thank you for being you. This life after lockup really is the hashtag love after lockup that we deserve from the beginning. You know my heart and it only beats for you. Keep holding on. That's what we will always do. Sunflower emoji, rainbow emoji, praying emoji. I love you, big head, nerdy emoji. (laughs) (sighs) And, you know, I had to share that one with you before we got online. But I and I, you know, I said, like, she's going to, like, escort him into a grave. Like, she will not be satisfied until that man but is dead. But you know what? He can't. He they addicted to each other, too. Like, yeah, they deserve each other, too. Yes. Cause they they both are toxic as fuck. That's what attracts them to each other. Yeah. Y'all keep that shit over there. Like, <laughs> yep. It, it just is what it is. They don't, even if they go date somebody else, right. like, 
It's going to be drama. Like, he had a girlfriend, remember? And she yes. pulled up. Like, right? it's going to be drama. So it's like, y'all just deal with each other. Like We've seen in real time what they... Ha- we're always doing when we were introduced yeah. to them she meets somebody Which. else she acts like she's all about that person but she never stops talking to john might even have a baby with that person and then completely you know sabotages that situation so that she can be back with john yeah real time we saw her do that with shane and then the girlfriend yeah. who knows what she was telling that girl she probably has made sure that girl was alienated. I, that girl didn't stick around. Right. She didn't stick around for that shit. She was like, I'm not doing this. Right. John probably missed one phone call. She was like, uh-uh. Fuck you, Ike. You ain't got to hit me but one time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. So, yeah. Of course, they was eating her up in the comments, too. And then you have a, a handful of people like, oh, y'all are just haters. And I'm like... <laughs> Y'all have not seen what we have seen these folks go through damn near in real time. So that was just a sprinkle of getting back into the love after lockup teas. There's uh, plenty more that's always going on. I'll uh, make sure to keep y'all up to date. We'll uh, we'll end it there. And great episode. Keep it up, WeTV. You're making it worthwhile. So... (laughs) right until next week you have a good one and a happy new year we'll be back in 23 thanks for tuning in to another love after lockup review we appreciate y'all and remember I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.